Welcome to the Miss Manual Podcast. Home to viewing a female's perspective in the automotive and motorsport industry. Congratulations. With your help and efforts, we destroyed 1,000 listeners in the first 15 days of 2019. And so it's only up from here. And the big goal for 2019 is to reach 1 million listeners for the Miss Manual podcast. And so keep sharing the podcast, share it with someone you feel like it can change their life and give them a new perspective. And if you can, donate as little as 99 cents a month or 33 cents a day where that money will help enhance and advertise the female's perspective in the automotive and motorsport industry. Because in 2019, people will know Miss Manual. Hi. Can you hear me? Hey, welcome. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Sensational. I appreciate you. Yeah, no problem. Taking the time. But I have some questions. I have a million questions. And so I stumbled across your page. I'm not sure exactly when, but definitely caught my eye in terms of what you're doing with Betsy. For sure. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to go ahead and number one, ask where did it start in terms of, you know, you traveling around in your 63 Ford? Yeah, well, yeah, it started. um, I was planning to move to New Orleans and uh, I've been planning it for like years and years and years. And finally, things kind of lined up. Um, And then I've been obsessed with Route 66 for as long as I can remember. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I, you know, was trying to research how I could like combine my move to New Orleans and a trip um, through Route 66. Um, Mm -hmm. And things kind of fell in my lap. Like there was this article about um, a, essentially a person doing just that except from he was traveling from Florida to LA and stopping at national parks and just like living in his truck and Mm -hmm. all of a sudden I was like oh well that's a lot more affordable than staying at um like motels the whole way so I was like I I could do that um and then I had met someone who had an old truck and I, I mean, I never really, um, I was never really interested in cars. I didn't know how to, like, I didn't even know how to do an oil change or change a tire. I didn't know anything. Um, and I met someone who had an old Ford, um, I think it was like a seventies pickup and I just like fell in love with it. Um, don't, (laughs) don't know why. So when it came time to figuring out how I was going to like get myself to New Orleans, I was like, well, I could just buy a truck and then drive it there and have my stuff and then sleep in it and it would be cheaper. And, you know, like if all these things lined up for me to move to New Orleans, then um, I could kind of do this trip and kind of take my time with it. Um, and then I ended up I, le- I ended up looking at a lot of trucks on Craigslist and really the only trucks that I like connected with were older ones. And I just kept looking at older and older ones and I ended up buying the oldest one I found. Um, and uh, two weeks into owning it, I also didn't know how to drive stick. So I had to learn how to drive stick on it. Um, yes. Two weeks into owning it, um, the engine kind of fell apart with the one of the connecting rods just kind of I think it spun a bearing and the connecting rod just wiggled off um Mm. and so I was like stuck and I had this truck with a completely you know shot engine um and at first I actually thought it what where were you located when this is in Long Beach okay California yeah and um I at first I had, I had a friend come by and, uh, you know, they said, Oh, you know, I, I work on this stuff all the time. This is, de- it's definitely the transmission. So I like pulled out the transmission. My first project ever was like, I'm going to rebuild this transmission. Um, and I mean, granted it was like 
a three-speed manual transmission, like the easiest thing you could <laughs> rebuild. But still, it was like, you know, I kind of like buckled myself in. It was like, okay, I'm going to do this. Did some research, like ordered the kit. And then while I'm waiting for it, I like, I took down the oil pan because I was going to change some of the gaskets and stuff. And then I, that's mm. when I found the piece of the connecting rod in there, just like sitting in the bottom of the oil pan. I was really? like, pretty sure that's not where that's supposed to be. <laughs> um, so yeah, we ended up, we found another engine. It was the same engine. It was just a little 223, like straight six. Um, same engine, but just from a different car in a different year um, in, in the valley. And we, we like got this shitty like jeep compass and we like stuffed this engine into the back of the jeep compass and drove it all the way back and like dropped it in um rebuilt the transmission had to like rebuilt the carburetor it didn't work i had to buy a refurbished one um and then i finally left long beach like about a month and a half later than i was originally planning to and then I planned for the trip to take two weeks and it took two months. <laughs> wow. um, okay. But I just kept getting stuck in places. Um, so I, you know, kind of the, the first time I really broke down was in Arizona. I was, there's a part of route 66. It's like one of the longest stretches that you can drive. That is the original route 66, but it like kind of curves way far away from I-40 um, and it was like, so I was like way out in the boonies and my oil pressure light goes on. Jesus. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, 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 <laughs> this is not good. Uh, so I like pulled over and it was like basically someone's driveway. Um, but it was like, you know, it's a country house. So it was like way yeah, deep in there. Weird. Yeah. And, um, so I'm out there like, I'm like, okay, well maybe just the oil pan was loose and some oil just like leaked out and maybe it was just low on oil. So like I tightened everything up, filled up, up with oil while I'm doing that. This guy comes out and he's like, man, isn't it always on a Friday that you get, <laughs> like, you have car trouble. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I think I'm okay though. And, um, he was really, really nice. And he was like, yeah, I have an old Chevy and I'm, I have, my friends are going to go drop me off to go pick it up. So if you're still here, I'll come help you out. Um, I ended up kind of, fixing some stuff and uh i drove off but like uh, i maybe drove down maybe a mile a mile and a half and uh the oil pressure light was still on and i was like this is so terrible this is so bad and like Jeez. as i'm like just starting to like freak out um i see that the the oil pressure switch is the, the part that's leaking out oil so it's, it was just the switch that was bad um Okay. And I look up and the guy's driving towards me and he's like, Hey, do you need some help? I just wanted to check up on you. <laughs> so it was just like, <laughs> and it was the whole trip was like that. Like I was, I would break down in places where I was like, I either a person was right there to help me or I knew what I was. It was just like things like that kept happening. Um, the whole time. Uh, and he, he ended up driving me to his mechanic, which was only a mile further down the road. And the guy just, yeah, and the guy just kind of put in an, uh, another switch just to plug the hole. I ended up driving all the way to Flagstaff to find the part because um, wow. it just, you know, because it just, <laughs> I ended up like, cause I, I, this was like right before Seligman. So I stayed the night in Seligman and then I went up to the Grand Canyon and then went to Flagstaff all with like no oil pressure gauge <laughs> at all. That's insane. Yeah. That's like a five. That's like five to eight hours. Like yeah, that. it's so. it was fun. <laughs> it's it, your whole journey, like it's something that it's like reaffirms like why I reached out to you because it's like uh just I went all the way to the bottom as far as your page and it's kind of like because your, your your Instagram and your blog tells the story and I'm sure you have just a lot of perspective that most people don't have and not even just in the industry, just with life. So yeah, I'm sure you could like really share some like get big takeaways that that'll always be on your life, and you know you'll share it with with family to come because it's like you travel, you travel essentially the, the whole country, and it's like you had all these trials and tribulations, and 
you just kept persevering. Yeah. And, and in reality, a lot of people, you know, they stop or with something that happened down the road from their house. So it's like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, th- I think like this whole crazy idea was just like, it just felt like a little bit like if I don't do this now, I like, I don't know if I'll ever be able to do this again. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to do like all the crazy things at the same time. Like I'm going to buy an old truck and I'm going to like drive across the country by myself. And that was another thing I think um, like as a female, uh, people will, um, you know, when I told them that I was going to do this and like, when I was in the planning stages of it and when I was like, not even sure that how Mm. this was going to happen or if even I could do it. um, Mm -hmm. It was, so many people were scared for you. Yeah. It was, it was scary when people were like, Oh, well, Oh, you're going to do that by yourself. Oh, you're going to, you're going to be alone. Like, and I, Mm. and, and part of me thinks like, I guess it's coming from a place of caring, but it's also, um yeah and it's almost like you're 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 feeding into like a self-fulfilling prophecy because if you're scaring if you're scaring females of doing these things by themselves because you're telling them it's scary then they're not going to do it you know and so Mm -hmm. it just becomes like a statistic that feeds itself yes so it's yeah so it's it's i think that's like the thing that kind of bothered me the most about it um you know people were so impressed that I was like out there by myself but I don't necessarily think it was just impressive I think I was just maybe stubborn (laughs) yeah you're you're just super again like I don't every podcast episode we've done I try to hint that it's everything that every story that comes along it's not a big deal it's more so to create this arsenal where the generations to come, where maybe if in the next two years, five years, where it's not a big deal for people to do, do maybe take a road trip on their own, yeah. or you know, change their own oil. It should not be a big yeah. deal, but we are recently out of the, the 1950s. Like, it, I definitely understand why people are still, you know, they're 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 still like, whoa, that's you shouldn't do that because. 50 years ago, the roles were very strict on, like, as far as, like, how we're wired. Like, I yeah. 100% get it, but things like this, uh, Miss Manual, and your stories like yourself, is, and bringing that together is why it's so important to express and elevate your voice and elevate your story so yeah. females to come aren't, they aren't, you know, they if they have something they're curious about, they'll, they'll, they'll more so act on it than suppress it. That's a lot of females. Right. And it's a lot of like, yeah. And it's a lot of like representation too, you know? So if, if people see someone doing it, it makes it seem a lot more possible. Um, Cause that's what, I mean, really that's how it started for me. Like, even though I didn't see like a female doing this, I saw someone that was driving across the country and sleeping in their truck. And like, Mm -hmm. that made me think that that was possible. Um, And that original person that I ended up, I met that had the Ford truck that I fell in love with. Um, he, he was also from Georgia and he drove to LA from Georgia and he bought this truck for like a couple thousand dollars, um, you know, just to do that. So it just, you know, all these like little bits and pieces of, um, representation and just like, oh, there's a precedent to this. People have done this. It's not so impossible. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, the, yeah, this, the, and the, the thing is, I think, especially as females, it's like a little scary <laughs> to live in this oh, world. 100%. But, yeah, but at the end of the day, I mean, it's not like I wasn't safe. Like, I, 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 you know, I had pepper spray and I had a knife and stuff. Um, yeah, you're ready. Right. And so it's not that I was like completely unaware of the reality, but I was also like, not willing to just like sacrifice my life for it because I feel like that's maybe what I had done before. And that's, why I was like, well, this trip, I need to like make it count. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. And that's what I, that's what I want to preach right there. Like 
that's why I hate the news and like I don't really I don't I'm I don't very little like my my TV and my consumption is usually from like the internet and when I want to watch something and so the the, the the traditional news scares people into paralyzes people into not doing certain things like why like we, we it preaches to be safe but it doesn't give an alternative of how to like prepare yourself because the reality is we live in a like we live in a place called earth where at one point in time where there were cowboys and there were cavemen and like it's 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 a false reality to think we live in a place where you're not supposed to be aware of dangers around you. Like it's a lot safer than it was a hundred years oh, ago. Oh yeah. It doesn't mean I'm not gonna go outside and look to my left, look to my right, or if I'm in a place that's considered bad, like I have to keep my guard up, but I'm not gonna let that stop me from doing something that I want to do. Like I I'll give this scenario and I'll and you can add it mm-hmm. on to it. Um I used to sell vacations. Um and vacations used to be all over mexico and this is before i think this is yeah this is right before trump got elected mm-hmm. so he was he was referencing the wall i'm not too political it's just more so the people that told me um to the point that i'm gonna make um i was selling these vacations you know, by using these people's points um for the company i work for and a lot of them will not travel or they just never step foot of mexico because they they don't they they felt like people in Mexico would be mad at Americans because Donald Trump was going to build a wall. But yeah, like the places they they didn't even give it a chance in turn. Like the places you know these are five star uh, resorts, the whole shebang, uh, like the Grand the Grand Mayan, whatever it may be, and their preconceived notion of you know what was going on in the media stopped them from potentially ever experiencing one of the most beautiful places in the world in terms of a place to go ahead and relax and that's most people that right there is essentially what like snips people of reliving their dreams living it living anything that they do and so that's why i was gonna say something i was i was like connected this to something i don't know what you said yeah. but that's a lot of people in terms of how they live their life yeah. and so i love the fact that you went against the grain and you know you didn't stop it away like you weren't naive of the dangers but you weren't you were willing to try it out and, and and not only you tried it out but you you went through with it and you experienced it and that's something that's that you can tell for years on to come where you know you can tell the next person guy or girl you know hey if you're gonna do this 100 percent, it's not like a cakewalk because this is basically what happened to me however these are some things that you should take with you just in case uh you know things go sour but you're not gonna let the fear of you know somebody might run it up on you or you know your car might break it down and it's like oh don't do that because your car might break right. down I'm like no it's not a reason not to do it right yeah and the thing is like the you know like the biggest fear before starting this trip was like i would break down in the middle of the desert with no cell service and there was no one around and like mm-hmm. you know and heck i mean i broke down in a pretty desolate place with very little cell service but there was someone mm-hmm. there um, and I think also like traveling Route 66 um, is really, it's an interesting piece of America. Um, mm. What what I found is that everyone along Route 66 is kind of, it's its its own community, even though it's like spread out across the U.S. Um, but it is a lot of like small town people. Um, and I think, you know, if everyone, like you were saying, um, if people don't stop themselves to, if they just open themselves up and talk to everyone and just be empathetic, um, mm-hmm. I think it's a, it was a really interesting also like human experience because I met these people, um, you know, talked with them and like had meals with these people, even though like our political views probably did not align whatsoever. Um, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they're still people. Um, they still live in this country. They still, just as I am allowed to my opinion, they're also allowed to their opinion. Um, mm-hmm. obviously like if it doesn't hurt anybody, yes. But, um, those people like there's, I think because of social media and these algorithms, 
like we're so polarized now. Um, Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time I felt like if I don't get behind a certain issue or subject, like a hundred percent, it's almost like, oh, well, if you're not a hundred percent one way, you're a hundred percent the other way, but that's not how life is. Um, And, and so like, you know, people that you don't agree with, you don't agree with their like life choices or political choices or any choices. They're still people and they can still help you out if you're in a bad situation. Um, and I truly like think that most people will help you out, especially like learning from this trip. You know, like those, you know, that guy didn't have to come down a couple miles and check up on me. You know, he didn't have to do that. Um mm-hmm. But he did. And like, I, exactly. I don't know where I would be if he didn't. I have no idea. I, you know, um, you know, I had I had people. There's a place in Albuquerque that I ended up staying there for four nights um, because they were so gracious to let me stay. Um, it, it's um, it was like an RV park and it was on Route 66. Uh, it was it was awesome and they they rent out like little vintage trailers in the summer but I had come I was coming there like in November and so they let me stay there in the vintage trailers that they had like winterized so they didn't have any running water but they let me stay in these trailers in one of the trailers for like four days Mm -hmm. while I was waiting to get my brakes fixed Um, because it also turned out that I only one of my only one of my wheels had a fully functioning brake it was a whole, Jeez. yeah. And I went up to the Grand Canyon with that, like, a complete idiot. <laughs> wow. And that's, I'm I mean. you're still here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, me too. And the other thing, too, about that is, like, uh, I remember, like, thinking, oh, shit. Like, before I left Long Beach, I was like, I should check the brakes. Um, but then after, like, the whole ordeal, like, after, like, rebuilding the transmission, putting in a new engine, rebuilding the carburetor, getting a new carburetor, um, putting a new clutch on, too. Um, I was like, I'm, if, I, if I start on the brakes right now, I'll never leave. So, like, part of it, I also had to, like, pull that trigger and be like, that's it. I'm leaving now. Like, I can't, you know, like, I can't just spend forever on this. Um, and, you know, it worked out. I mean, it, it, you know, the brakes were working. They just weren't working as well as they should have been. Um, and yeah, I, I, even after that situation, I ended up driving all the way up to Farmington, New Mexico, which is like in the four corners area um, right. because someone on Instagram sent me a message and said, Hey, I have a shop um, yes. in Farmington, New Mexico. And I'll like, do give you a free checkup. I ended up getting stuck at this person's house for three weeks and get like having Thanksgiving dinner with his family. And like, we went to a junkyard and stored, stole carburetor parts on Black Friday. Like it was the greatest thing. And like rebuilt, like we re- like rewired essentially all of my lights um, and just like did a lot of, did a lot of rebuilding. Um, and like, he's just one of my greatest friends now. So it's, it's, the, the craziest thing is like the people that you'll meet and like these lifelong connections that you'll have with people you've ne- you would have never ever met, you know? Yeah. I'm glad you highlighted that. Cause again, this is why this is so important. Cause social media can definitely just, Oh, like just like anything in life, there's positives and there's negative and highlighting out of all of the negativity quote unquote that's highlighted the simple fact of, you know, you being on Instagram, you having an account, you doing what you're doing and connecting with these people along the way. And literally, like, if you did not, like, be on, if you weren't on Instagram, like, who knows, like, how that event, if you would have been in that scenario, how would it affect you? Would you persevere through that point? Like, who knows? Yeah. Like, small decisions and being connected on the internet can definitely go a long way, yeah. as well as a negative way, but also in a positive way where you know you might meet your best friend or you might meet somebody where you're gonna have a long uh, life relationship that really means something yeah one of the people when I first I kind of like I had an Instagram and I 
I would go out hiking and I would take pictures. Um, and then I started working on the truck and started posting pictures of the truck. I had um, different mm -hmm. people come like and watch my progress on this truck and also offer a lot of advice and a lot of information um, that I, you know, I don't know. A lot of the, t I, there's times where like, I didn't know what I was doing. I had no idea. Um, and hey, we all been there. yeah. And, <laughs> and because I had this like vast community of people to run things by or check with, um, I was able to persevere because I, I really think like just kind of putting that stuff out there. It, it, I don't know. It, it all kind of like went together. Um, yeah, I, I connected with the right people um, and ended up following like a couple people that I ended up meeting on the road. Um, like one, one of the first people I followed was a girl in her commander. Um, and she, she we, we kind of had a similar schedule because she she bought this old RV. It's like a 1978 Dodge Commander. Um, mm -hmm. So she was also like fixing up this old piece of junk and I was fixing up an old piece of junk. And we, we were both planning to leave at around the same time. Uh, and she ended up leaving earlier than me because my plan got a little derailed. <laughs> um, but we, she, I ended up, and then we, we, you know, we were communicating and she really like kept going. She was kind of like my rock in a lot of ways um, because when I was having issues or when I was like feeling deflated, I would be like, look, I'm having a hard time. And she'd be like, it's okay. And then she, when she was having a hard time, I would be like, look, you got this. You're my inspiration. We got this. <laughs> so we were just communicating on Instagram. And then she ended up, she was traveling from Minnesota. So she, she, she went all the way down to Austin to kind of like avoid the winter because we, we left in October. Um, I left in November. She left in October. And uh, she ended up hanging out in Austin for like a month waiting for me while I was stuck in Farmington. Um, and we ended up meeting and then my, you know, I was just gonna hang out with her for a couple of days and we became like instant friends. And um, then we were driving around Austin uh, and my transmission got stuck in third and I couldn't get it out. And so we ended up like, this was like at the end of a night of like uh, on the end of a day of us driving around, we ended up like push starting my truck down a hill and driving it in <laughs> third all the way back to where she was parked with her um, commander. And uh, are, you writing, are you writing a book at all? Because this is like, I mean, I've so many I... people have told me this and I'm like kind of thinking about it. I just I really want to finish uh, the blog because I haven't like finished really the story on the blog. But um I was like, like, I want to help you produce. Like, either, <laughs> a book is a given, but like right now, like especially just like we're recording this right now, but like think about like somebody driving, like they're putting this image in the head, and, and next thing after book, I see like, like I hear the the Netflix, the, the Netflix, like, part. yeah, right, right. Seriously, uh, like, it's so awesome. funny. Yeah, I mean, it was it was really it was that was probably the scariest thing I did was like drive through Austin in third gear with like a big lumbering truck that like sounds like a bucket of bolts driving through. Um, and so I ended up getting stuck at her, like I ended up living with her for three weeks in her, in our, in the tiny little RV that she has, you know? And so like we were just, we instantly connected. Like we became such good friends, like right away that we could like live in this 192 square foot thing and like not ever fight. You know, and yeah, it, what would you what would you say? Sorry to cut you off, but what would you say? Like, because so many like, like you doing that, like, what would you say is different, or what do you think had like gave you the ability to connect and really just resonate with all these people? Because there's so many people that go in their day to day that like just hate people for no reason, or they can't get along with their roommate. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like this there's there maybe like some elements, or I don't know if there is or not. But like, why isn't that like? a thing in like just this just everybody's day-to-day -day because people at the end of the day were a lot like than most realize and there's a lot of like there's a lot of unfiltered stuff that i feel like that just makes that how how you resonate with these people way harder than it should be like does that make sense 
Yeah. Um, I mean, I have noticed that I, I'm just like a, I, I feel like I'm a particularly empathetic person. Um, mm. And I try to give everyone like a time of day and mm-hmm. I try to give everyone like, you know, um, I, yeah like I my background is with I, I used to work with kids with autism and and um kids with developmental disabilities and I think it's once you realize that not everyone's brain works in the same way and it doesn't have to be anything diagnosed like autism or whatever else like mm-hmm. you know all of our perceptions are different and all of, 100%. yeah, and all of our brains work differently and we feel things differently. And that's like, it's so different. Um, and I think, I don't know, once you kind of like pull out of your own perception of things and understand that how you can, like how perceptions can differ even on facts, you know, or what we generally believe is like the truth or facts is still a, like, <laughs> you know, there's still a gray area in there too, you know? And um, I don't know. I think it's, you know, a lot of people, if they got a message, if they were stuck in Albuquerque and they got a message from a random person on Instagram who was like, Hey, come to my, you know, I mean, he didn't say come, he said, come to my shop, but like, he was like, come to my town, which is three hours North of where you are and completely off your route. No one would do that. Um, I, yeah, I think if you're just using logic, no one would do that. I, I, I mean, mm-hmm. maybe I would do that, but I'm, you know, who knows what I am. <laughs> all right, all right. I think, I think you kind of hit it on the nail. Like, if anything, if you had to summarize, um, because not as, as, we, about, as, I, as I've listened to you, it's just, you know, you say you're an empathetic person, but to really, like, nurture that, that trait, you just... No, you 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 you're, you're bathed in perspective. Like I feel like I don't know. You let me know how your day to day. I'm not going to tell you how your day to day is. Yeah. But, uh, you just I don't know. You go about things a lot, a lot more relaxed than most, just due to you having the perspective of you know meeting all of these people all along your journey. And like you said, a lot of people live in their own perception. When really, really is like the world, the world does not revolve around one of us. It revolves around all of us and yeah or maybe or like, maybe none of us and like nothing really matters exactly <laughs> <laughs> i try uh, to be nice about it but that's really what i want to yeah <laughs> um yeah and i mean and the, the funny thing is like when i finally got to new orleans um i i because of how much confidence i got with this trip i ended up applying for um to work with this um hot rod shop here um they're called the bomb factory. They're pretty great. Um, and mm. you know, they gave me a job, which I was completely stunned by <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> honest. I was like, I know Did nothing. I, um, well, just kind of being a little gopher, just helping out when, whenever I could. Um, uh-huh. uh, but like the, Tim, the person who is in Farmington, New Mexico kind of gave me a little bit, of confidence because he said, Oh, you, you know what I mean? Like he, he felt like I had the ability to, to, to apply there. And then when I was stuck in Austin, um, another person from Instagram, uh, kind of connected me with a shop there called Mercury Charlie's and they're, they're an amazing shop. And so they, they basically helped me rebuild my transmission. They, they let me rebuild my transmission there for free. Um, uh just because like they just offered up their shop to me and I was like thank you so much because I don't That's know awesome. like I didn't know how that was gonna happen um I didn't know how I was gonna I was so close like Austin to New Orleans it's like eight hours really eight nine hours um and I was so close and I was like this can't I can't I can't end this year like I have to finish it um <laughs> but yeah so they ended up like after seeing me work on my own stuff they were like kind enough to be like hey you know if you needed to stay here like we got you like we'll get you a job and I was like wow that's 
That's incredible. So like out of like knowing nothing, um, like not knowing how to change my oil, like six months later, um, I, I got Betsy in April and then I left on my trip in November and uh, I was, you know, by the time I was talking with the people at Mark Mercury Charlie's, that was, you know, December, end of December, January. Um, so mm. like that, all of my car knowledge was from April to December of that one year. And they were like, mm. oh yeah, come get a job. Um, and I think also that's a, that's a, that's, that's a big perception thing where, you know, um, and I still struggle with this. Like, I think a lot of people will be like, oh, well, I can't do that because of whatever reason. But like, honestly, if you just show up and you do it, that's like yes. 90% of it. Like most people will be like, oh, that's too hard. I don't want to do that. Or I don't see that working out. So, you know, like going back to like representation, but like. You're preaching. Right. And, and so I just feel like if you just show up and do it, that's like 90% of it. That's, it's more that's than all I've heard. Yeah. It's like it's more than most trip. people will do. 100%. Like that's legit your whole story. And that's why it's so awesome. Like I can just want to thank you for jumping on. Cause again, like the more, more perspectives and more, you know, people just not being relentless in their journey a story that we can find the more it's, it's going to be one of two things that I've encountered with this missing manual journey is number one, prove those who have either given up or say this is like an impossible task wrong. And number two, it's, it's just going to breed more confidence of, you know, Oh, she did it. I can do it in yeah. my own shape or form like that right there. Like, yeah. I don't, it just, it just, it's like, that's the best high in the world. For me totally. Right just to, Oh, you can't do this? Well, Alice traveled yeah. <laughs> all over the country. Like, she did it. So, I don't know. And, like, she had everything basically go wrong, but she yeah. made those wrong to a right. Like, so why can't you good? But, like, you know, it's just like you can't fight. You can't fight somebody else's perspective or journey. Oh, well, she had it. It's like, no, it's like, I can yeah. find somebody that's literally blueprinted like who you are they might just have a different name different social security but they, yeah. it's a similar journey if not exactly the same totally so. and the, and the thing now is i think people like see me working on the truck or see me driving around the truck and they're like oh mm -hmm. your your dad probably worked on cars or oh you oh <laughs> did you learn to work on cars from your dad or a, a you know a family it's like i just i just did it like i just bought a truck and i was like i'm gonna go for it like i had you know my I, li literally the only like the closest thing to a mechanical interest I had was like, I really liked building Ikea furniture and that was about it. Like <laughs> other than that, I just like never really, I don't know. Like I, I you know, I, I never, like I didn't, I wasn't an engineer. Like I wasn't, it was, there was nothing in it. And I just, I don't know. Like I just jumped into the deep end like head first and then like, saw what happened you know because like anything i mean like anything anyone ever tries to do that's kind of they have to do some kind of variation of that like some mm -hmm. something like that um and, and and i think people are like so impressed that i can like i know these things or i you know that i like work on my truck and i put a new engine in my truck and but it's like honestly like i don't think i'm that special i don't think mm. you know i don't Let's think jump in yeah and like i just did it that's all i you know what i mean i just like committed to it and i did it and that's it that's yeah, really it thing is, it's more than just it's it's more just your mindset because like you said like that's what i want to encourage like we have to move away as as human beings like we're con we're conditioned for comfort and we have to just be okay with and we have to run away from the i, I, I use the school system as an analogy because I wasn't too great at it, but yeah, I was same. like my per my perception in school, you know, that you, you would you had to go through these certain steps, and these are the only steps to go ahead and get what I wanted. And then once once I got out, that's when I really got my got my education and started doing the things that I actually wanted to do. Nothing wrong with school, but I found out there were alternatives, and so just the whole jumping into the deep end 
like I moved to Arizona it was me and my dog and I knew one person I was offered a room and that was my version of jumping in and I made the best out of it where I learned and I developed as a more of a human being 18 years old than than I did ever ever I felt when I was in in high school and yeah. ever since then I've, I've I have to I get scared of getting comfortable. Like you said, you got scared yes. of like, when am I going to get the opportunity to do this? Like, that's kind of how I guilt myself into doing, doing things because I have anxiety. So I'm like, Oh, like my heart's being too fast. Like, Oh, I can't yeah. be here tomorrow. Like that stuff's like super real. And I try to put that in my day to day. And in order, in order to make things happen, you have to be okay with just the uncertainty, even though we've been told it's a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten step growing up. You just, we have to really fall in love with being uncomfortable. Or people say, don't do this, you know, like go to high school, finish high school, go to college, finish college. Um, And then we're, we're, we're sold as that being like the, the, or the easiest way. Um, so like, why would you make it harder on yourself by not doing those things? Um, but I think it's also a lot of it is coming from people who have done those things or, and they're not happy. And so they're, they're trying to say, oh, well, if I did it, I would have done it a different way. So it's coming from a Mm -hmm. place of like, they don't, not from experience, but a wishful thinking place. Um, Mm -hmm which is like not really based in anything, you know, cause any, anyone can, anyone wishes they did a whole bunch of things. Um, but when, I mean, it's like where you are in the present moment is, is, is where you have the, the choice to like do whatever you want. It doesn't matter what the past was. Um, yeah, I think, I agree. yeah, I think the, it's, it's really interesting kind of like the perspective that, I've gotten from this and mm-hmm. just kind of like the gut feelings that I followed. I think that's really like for me is the biggest takeaway because um, once I started following like my gut, I was like, I'm, I just, I want an old truck. Like I just, I want one, you know, why do I have to explain that to anybody? Like, I just, I want one. So I'm going to do it um, in any, like any logical person, even like me, like, three, four years ago, I would be like, that's a terrible decision. Don't do that. Why, why would you mm-hmm. need an old truck? Um, you know, but something, something in me wanted it. Uh, mm-hmm. And I have learned more from following my gut than from following what I thought would be the easier way or like what mm-hmm. people have told me, like, you know, go to school, finish school, get a job, you know, like do all those things and then you'll be comfortable and happy and successful, whatever that means. But like maybe success for me is like being a couple thousand dollars in credit card debt because I'm just buying parts for my truck all the time and I'm happy with that. You know, like maybe I'm I'm happier in that state than, I don't know, whatever, having a career or whatever that is. Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah, Yeah, like... So I don't know. It it's hard though. I mean, it's hard to shed those like societal standards for sure. It's it's the hardest thing I've ever done probably. But I think mm-hmm. once you do it, even if maybe like even doing it a little bit at a time, um, will help kind of realize that once if you do something that it doesn't logically make sense within like the society that's built up around you, like if you. Mm-hmm keep like chipping away at it I think it gets easier and I think that's what happened with me and I think I was like you know what I'm just gonna buy a truck who cares drive across the country by myself who cares and that's the show that's the show that really like stories like this um really will chip down because really real the reality is everybody has these deep down things yeah that they really want to do like there's things yeah that and they can't explain dying. them you know the, the thing is that yeah. I, I can't explain this to anybody like I have no idea where this came out of um, right. but it's also been like the best, coolest, most interesting, most like mm-hmm. personal growth I've ever had in my life. Um, mm-hmm. so 
I, yeah, I, I hope everybody, like, it doesn't, no, I'm not saying everybody go buy an old truck, but like, kind of, no. <laughs> you know, like, maybe that wouldn't hurt. Um, just like leave the cool it's... ones for me. But, but like, everybody <laughs> has that like one thing that they like, yeah, are they, they can't explain to themselves. They're like, why do I want to do this? Like, why, why am I constantly thinking about this? Or why is this kind of theme keep popping up in my life? Like, why, mm. why do I want to like, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure people have people have these ideas all the time. Like people are like, well, I, I could just move to France right now, you know, try mm. it. Why not? You know, I agree. I and that's what I'm saying. Like, like you said, I guess everyone has their thing. And again, this is home to viewing perspectives, let alone for females in the automotive industry or as some shape or form. Like it's this is not a right or wrong. This is not a yes or no. It's more so a journey that potentially that, that could, could resonate with someone. And showing that there's multiple routes you can take. Like, that, that's the one thing that I've made it a mission of. So just coming out of high school, like, I don't, I'm not against high school, but I'm more of an advocate to show that it's like having a tool belt. You yeah. know, you got a tool belt on, you have your hammer, you have your wrench, you've got, you know, you got your 10 millimeter, whatever it may be. But when I was in school, I thought a hammer could solve every single problem. Yeah. The analogy of that particular route and so now i'm motivated because i got my education with the screwdriver the flathead you know the phillip yeah i want to go ahead and show people like hey there's all these different routes and there's no necessarily no right way it's more so like tasting 10 things and then buying like it's like going to sam's club going to sam's club (laughs) or going to you know costco you you, go on a saturday you got to go ahead and try at least five samples and then you decide which one you can't you can't decide which one you like and don't like if you never had it before. And yeah. that's basically what life is right there. Taste it. You don't have to jump all the way in, especially if you live in America. Like there's so many tools totally, yeah. to our hand where realistically nothing's gonna happen to you as long as you're not just not being a you know, a dumbass or anything like yeah. that. Like you really yeah, totally. have the power to do what you wanna do, but um to wrap it up, because um, I know time is of essence, and I say you yeah. have like an hour. <laughs> um, maybe so out of that, out of your whole journey uh, traveling across the country, what would you say out of if you had to highlight maybe one to three points, um, or maybe that that's that that sticks with you to this day um, that you could highlight uh, that that's helped you, and that most importantly, you feel like it that could help. Um, Maybe someone that's listening, guy or girl, uh, in their day-to-day life, whatever it may be. Yeah, I think, um, I guess, I, I, I don't want people to think that I'm, like, super brave or super, like, special in any way. Like, I don't think I'm special. I think everybody can do this. And I, I, that's not, I, I was very afraid when I started this, very afraid. Mm-hmm. Um, And every step along the way, I'm still scared, you know, like, I'm still scared that, uh, I don't know, like, this truck thing isn't going to pan out, or I'm just going to be, like, left in a lot of debt, and, you know, like, every, you know, like, all the horrible possibilities that your brain comes up with when you're thinking about the unknown, Um, but you just can't let that stop you, and sometimes you got to lean into that fear, you know, like, what is the thing that scares you most maybe and do that? Um, yes. Cause sometimes like that is where if you're pushing your own boundaries and you're pushing your own limits, you're going to be scared. You're going to, you're going to mess up. You know, I messed up so many times. I, I swear to God, I was tightening down a, the flywheel and I, I like, it was the last fucking bolt and I was tightening it. And all of a sudden I hear crack and it, broke in the flywheel and oh, I man. almost lost my mind. And I like, I had to stop working on that truck for at least a month um, <laughs> because I was so frustrated with it. Um, and so that's another thing was like, take breaks, but don't stop. It doesn't matter how long it takes you. Be scared, follow the fear, take breaks, but don't stop. Awesome. That's super insightful. Well, I, I definitely, again, I want to just thank you for taking the time. Like, like I said, the vibe was right just from, I don't know what I saw and <laughs> what I read. It was more so just a scan. 
of your profile because something spoke to me, especially with your journey. Like I just saw the story and I was like, she I feel I have a great feeling that she has some insight in her journey on this thing called life. So I want to thank you for jumping on. Ah, uh, thank you. I appreciate you asking me too. It's it feels good to talk about it because I do feel like I have a lot to say about it. <laughs> I, I want to help. I tell everyone, like, there's a story. Like, you know, this is, I say it, the bio says, we're mismanual, verbatim. Like, the more and more I do this, the more and more I'm fired up to just just help, like, just destroy this mission. Like, it says, enhancing the voice of the females, uh, yeah. of the females in the automotive and motorsport industry. Like, there's a lack. There's a lack. And, yep. you know, I feel like in order to, like, make it enhance, you need the help of, both forces, guys and gals. And like I said, I'm totally. the guy that I do not care. You know, if I, I'm not intimidated, like I know my strengths and weaknesses. And like I said, you have strengths and weaknesses and I don't see it as, oh, she knows how to do something. I don't because this was, that's what I did 50 years ago, whatever. Like I know what I know how to do. And I, I can respect somebody that knows how to do something I can't. Cause I'm all about working together. I'm all about a team. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, like just with your whole journey, it's like it's all at the end of the day, it's about being human. Like it's the human thing to do to just help another human being and with the people that you met along the journey. Like that's all life's about. Yeah. All you totally. Have is relationships. All you have relationships is the, is the currency, I like to say, uh, in my right. life and everybody's life. It should be priority because, you know, if you don't have people, then what are you doing it for? Like you really think about it. I could have every boat card, it doesn't matter. I was, I could go everywhere, but if I can't share that, with that same emotion with another human being in some shape or form, crying, laughing, you know, just whatever it may be, being scared. Like, it's just, it's something about a human connection. So, again, yep. I feel like I know you because mentally, you know, we, we we vibe on the same frequency, I like to say, just all the things you basically um, explain. So, um, it, it's exciting. But, anywho, um, lastly, guys, if you guys listen to this, if you guys really uh enjoyed this episode i always tell you share with yourself of course but most importantly give us give us feedback on what you enjoyed most about al's journey and perspective once you jumped on here and share with somebody you feel like it can resonate with because it's all about you know finding somebody that can do what you say you can't and times are changing and this arsenal is getting huge i want to thank everybody that's listening this is our journey uh, to our first thousand listeners in a month it's january and if you guys want to help us two things share this so we can reach a million listeners this year we're going big we're going home and number two to have more unique females on here and enhance the experience support our podcast on anchor for as little as 18 cents to 50 cents a day so until next time alice i would love to have you on again because i yeah. feel like you know you were itching like I tell every female, like everyone's itching to talk about something. Like totally conversations or blogs can only do so much, but to be able to just exercise what's on your mind and use your voice, you're like, God, I've been wanting to talk about this for like two years. It's, like, <laughs> it's finally awesome to talk to somebody similar, or at least have the opportunity to inspire people. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, let me, yeah, if you ever want to jump back on, please let me know. Yeah, sounds um, good. Alrighty. Well, you have an awesome day and guys, until next time.